Hi guys, Salam Nerds here, and we want to talk to you guys about the floods in Pakistan that have damaged almost a million homes and wiped out entire villages. The flooding in Pakistan is due to climate change. The melting glaciers and torrential rain have caused the death tolls to be in the thousands with more than 33 million people displaced. One third of Pakistan is underwater. This is more than a national emergency, this is a humanitarian catastrophe. This is because the CO2 emissions produced by countries like the UK, the US, Russia, and France. Pakistan does not have the infrastructure to withstand this devastation. Even though Pakistan is one of the lowest producers of GHG at 1%, it is one of the top five worst affected by climate change. We here at Salam Nurse are sending direct links to you guys to Islamic Relief so you can donate. Please donate generously. Welcome. To Salam Nerds Podcast. Yo, 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 Salam <laughs> Nerds, it's your boy Neves, a.k.a. Watch with Neves, and I'm here with my co-host Jaff, a.k.a. Gilga Jazz. Gilga Jazz? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gilga Mesh, or? Yes, yeah. so, 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 so I was at Comic-Con. Oh, Gil Galad. <laughs> so, yeah, so I was at Comic-Con, and Gil Galad was uh, waiting in line, and he was telling us a story. He was like, I was in line getting coffee, somebody tapped me on the back of my shoulder, and was like, hey, are you Gilga Daddy? <laughs> <laughs> what? Yes. Yes. Gilga Daddy? Yo, so apparently it's a thing. There's the three of them. There's uh, Ellen Dilf and Daddy Adar. And <laughs> yes, people, people are thirsting over these characters. It's really, really funny. Sir, I am a good boy. I, I do not need to have this knowledge. <laughs> oh, man. Jazz, jazz. But look, this is our 50th episode, which means 50th episode of season two, which means this is episode 100. We have had 100 episodes. Can you believe that? Um, I can. Can you believe that? Because, sir, yeah, you didn't so, believe us in the beginning, did you? No, I told Jazz, like, so I didn't have a professional mic. I didn't have professional lighting. I told Jazz that, like, we're not going to last, like, 20 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, and now we're 100 episodes in. So, yeah, man, I, I, should, I need to believe in myself. I need to have the confidence of a white man. That's what I need. <laughs> Speaking of white people... Now that we're at episode 100, we can start inviting them on the show. Yeah, yeah. So you know what? Like our epi our show was never uh, meant to exclude people, but we did want to center marginalized voices, right? So centering people is not the same as excluding them, but we just wanted to make sure that enough people of color got their voices heard in this atmosphere, in this you know uh, medium, uh, before we start opening it up to everybody else, right? So, you know, just centering somebody is not the same as excluding somebody. And we wanted to wait uh, till 100 episodes. And now that we have, yeah, we're we going to... We got to bring yeah, Dash. I know, we got to bring Dash. Uh, Brandon from Phase Zero, he wants to be on our show too. Yep. So I told him he could be on there. But listen, what a guest to end off our episode because this guy, I have been following him on TikTok. He has some of the best takes, even if I don't agree with them, the way he <laughs> explains it, I'm just like, yeah, like it makes you, that's the thing. The thing is that you don't always have to agree with the person's thing, but if they make you think, that means they're good. They're really good. Captain America, uh, what you call it, four, he's talked about that. He's talked about House of Dragon. He's talked about so much content on TikTok. Welcome, Ate. What's going on? Thank you, guys. Thank you very much for having me. Um, I genuinely feel the same way about how you construct your arguments. I remember like the first, I think one of the first videos I saw of you was you constructing this uh, argument about the Mandalorian and that um, sort of the story being like a Muslim story. And I was like, initially, I was like, that doesn't make any sense. 
But as you were going on, I was like, no, he's spinning facts. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. I, I always say that the Mandalorians are basically hijabis. <laughs> and, I, and I stick by that, man. I stick by that. <laughs> no, <laughs> they can't take off their helmets. So, yeah, it, it felt the same. It felt right. All right, man. Yo, I am so happy to have you, man. And like, I usually like whenever we have people on the show, I always make a mental note. Like this person is someone we got to keep on the roster. We got to keep them back. And you haven't even started yet. And you're already on that list. You're already on that list. Stop. Don't flatter me because <laughs> you'll never get me to leave this, this, this podcast. I swear. It's not a bad thing, is it? <laughs> I know. No, trust me. I, I will like beg to be a third host. Keep playing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> listen, right, yeah. mm-hmm. listen, that is not an issue for us, but but we do have another rule. So we didn't. We were gonna say like we were, we waited fifty episodes to have white people on. Then we start letting white women on. Then a hundred to let white men on. So Smart. now we're open to everybody. But me and Jess still have a hard rule, and this rule is that we cannot go two weeks without a woman's voice. We gotta have women's voice. We gotta make yeah. sure that we don't become misogynistic. We Very don't. Smart. We, we need someone to check us and our takes. We can't have that. Very smart. Uh, very okay. smart. Uh, so, Glassman said my mic was a little low. How about now? Oh, can I hopefully. Hear me fine? I can hear you fine. Hopefully, hopefully that was just a little bit. Uh, so can you hear me fine? Yes, I can. Okay, cool. All right, let's get right, right. right now. <laughs> All right, let's let's get into the show, man. We're gonna break it down because mm-hmm. oh my god, this finale, this finale. Like, I wow. said, I said in the very beginning, this is gonna be a slow burn, man. This is gonna take a while for us to get it. It's we're introduced into a world we love without any of the characters we're familiar with. So, of course, it was going to be very jarring for us to start watching it. And it's hard to us, for us to get invested in some of these characters. But you give it you give it a few episodes, man, and I was in. Yeah. I was <laughs> in. It was it was pretty good, pretty good. Uh, what are your thoughts about the finale, just in general, before we start breaking down stuff? Uh, overall, what do you think? Oh, God. Um, geez, Louise, I think... Well, first of all, the finale was I, probably the best episode of the season. I want to say it it was, but I Facts. did like the episode prior to it. Um, it gave me the vibes that the Return of the King did in so many ways, especially <laughs> especially the, um, the 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 farewell scene with Nori and the Harfoots, oh, and yeah. um, the Sauron reveal. It 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 kind of it felt like its own movie in a lot of ways. It felt like. It had the beginning, it had the middle, it had the end, and the climax just and and that you guys remember that 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 pick that scene in which um Galadriel and, and Sauron are on the boat and they sort of see what they could be. Yeah. Um, that reflection in the water. That reflection in the water was easily like the coolest thing from like Lord of the Rings I've ever seen. They they gotta make they gotta stop making all these bad guys so good looking because like because <laughs> a lot of people are having thoughts they're like you know what man maybe we should give Sauron a shot. <laughs> I'm literally listening to him and I'm like is he wrong though like he just he just wants forgiveness maybe we should forgive him. Yes right. Mm. I don't know it was it was it was pretty funny but the thing is like I've seen this guy do interviews and I love the way he talks about his character because he's mm. like so him and Penn Badgley the guy who does you they do their interviews where like anyone someone start like thirsting after them or try to praise their character they full stop saying hey this is not somebody you should be praising this is not somebody that you <laughs> chat, you should be idolizing i know he's good looking i know he's hot but like still he, he's not a good person and when this guy does the interview he's he's just like that he's like listen uh when they had me do uh the reading he didn't know he was sauron until maybe mm. like few episodes in he did not have any idea like not when i'm saying filming i'm saying like when they had aired even he said he didn't know um and then he said but he had an idea because when he did his audition they had him read from like bad people like king richard the third and like all this stuff so they were like (laughs) why are they making me read parts of like you know (laughs) sinister like characters i wonder why so he was like i had an inkling but he didn't know until like a few episodes in i guess they were filming while uh, some of this stuff was still happening, like the last episode. So, which is pretty wild. That is. Or maybe, pretty wild. maybe he actually has not read Lord of the Rings, watching the movies. Because <laughs> <laughs> they don't actually like. 
he doesn't actually say the name. He didn't say his name himself. Maybe yeah. they record him without saying it. And oh. They filled in the Galadriel saying his name later. Oh, <laughs> yeah. He had no idea during filming. Yeah, because it's kind of hard. Like I'm, I'm having a hard time imagining that you're like throughout the entire production, he was just like clueless as to who he was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was. It's really, really funny. Uh, okay, so Homie wakes up and he's like the Galadriel here, and basically, uh, Calibrim, he's kind of just like. Um, no, she's not here. And then he starts like flattering him, like, "Oh, this is where am I? Where is this? This sounds like <laughs> the place where Calibrim is." He's like, "Do you know him?" And he like, Calibrimbar. He pulled a uh, he pulled a what do you call it? Uh, Obi Wan Kenobi. Of course, I know him. He is I. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm, he definitely did. Man was flattering him like crazy, right? And then he's like, "Oh yeah, what are these?" You know, it was. It was yeah, like you could see it. You could see all the scheming that he was doing. How do you feel about that that scene? At that point, I still thought he was Halbrand. I'm not even really? gonna lie. I didn't want to believe it. So it really, genuinely wasn't until Galadriel comes back with the scroll about the broken line that I was like, oh no, he's on. Because I'm thinking like, like it doesn't make a whole lot of sense for it. It's, well, this is like, I learned, I definitely didn't read any of the books, but I learned a lot of the lore just from watching YouTube videos. And so I was expecting like Sauron to be an elf or an elf-like person, this handsome yeah, yeah. and sly and silver-tongued. And I loved Halbrand. I loved him so much. I wanted him to be, I wanted to believe so badly that he was the king of the Southlands. And I, just like Celebrimbor, I was, I let him charm me into it. Like I let him like finesse <laughs> yeah. me into thinking like he was just a guy from the Southlands. A lot I, of people went through that, I think. It's like, I don't think very few people saw it coming. Um, where it got me, where I more or less figured it out, was when he had the wound. And I was like, wait a second. That wound, he should not have survived. Oh, really? How is he alive here? And wow. then when they said they rode the horses for six days, I'm like, yep, that's it. Done. Really? That's when I figured it out. Like, I, at that point, I figured out he's not human. You don't survive a wound like that for six days. I mean, it's television. I don't know. Maybe, right. Maybe, maybe, I'm not going to lie. That, okay, fine. So maybe I may have jumped the gun there. But <laughs> by coincidence, I ended up being correct. So uh, like, ultimately, you were right. But right. I just chalked it up to sort of, yeah, it's a TV show. Because they all survived the eruption of a volcano. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I, yeah. I suspended mm-hmm. my disbelief about who lives and who dies pretty much. Because I was like, well, if I'm mad that he survived a stab in the gut or then I have to be mad that everybody survived the volcano. So yeah, I just, they all have ash in their guts. They probably have asbestos. <laughs> they have everything. Right. They just like all die. I'm thinking like, how are they breathing? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. No, like, but, y'all don't even know if you were to breathe in like soot like that, your lungs, because of the mucus there, will essentially create a cement and you won't be able to breathe after a while. Really? That's wild. Yeah. So <laughs> See? the fact that it survived, you're right. I should have like <laughs> either that or they're all getting cancer in five years. Like, <laughs> like, like one or two yeah, times, right. Like right? there's there's prolonged. I mean, something bad has to happen, right? At least. I mean, that's what like you would think, but it is a fantasy show, so we just let it go. We just. Yeah. yeah. I want to know how. Um, geez, what's her name? The queen. The queen. How did? How exactly did she get blind? Is what I want to know. What happened that she got blind and everybody else didn't? You know, what, what's the what's the possible like? I think they oh, showed it actually. She, yeah, she, she got hit oh, did by they? the um, like there were embers coming from oh, the wood burning, yeah. and they went into her eye. Yeah, yeah so that's how she got blinded. Seeing that, oh lord! I know, I know. That's um, but back to to the uh, Sauron stuff. I, I I thought it was funny where Gladriel's like, you know what? I gotta look this up on Wikipedia, and like she went and checked. She checked her whole thing. She really <laughs> had the cross reference. And, and and I like the fact they were like uh, the fact that we never noticed is because we don't give a shit about man. We don't care about them. We don't really we don't really uh, you know keep their information up to date. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. How long had they? How long had elves been in Middle Earth for them to just be like, yeah, what what men do really has nothing to do with this. So we don't really know what's going on in the Southlands. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was pretty funny. Um, but yeah, so we uh. He starts asking him about the uh, alloys and giving him ideas. Um, and then they, he goes and takes it to the king. And that's when we hear it. They're like, it has to be a circular shape. It's got to be a crown. Yeah. And then he's giving us clues. We're like, oh, it's going to be the ring. It's going to be a it's ring. Gonna be the rings it's going to be one of the 19 rings. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So that was a cool moment. And at Comic-Con, they showed us that scene. So the crowd went wild when they heard that, which was really, really fun. Um, 
what did you guys think about that scene? How did that scene go for you guys? <sighs> Jeez, it felt. <laughs> It felt, I'm not going to lie to you, it felt on the nose, but not in like a way that made me <laughs> mad or anything. But I was just like, okay, you know, like when in superhero movies, like they name the title of the movie in some way that's like, oh, wow, you guys are clear. What are we, some kind of suicide squad? <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what that felt like. And so, and so I was just kind of like, I was just waiting for somebody to be like, yeah, these are going to be the rings of power. But, yeah, yeah. you know, it felt on the nose, but it like in a sort of deserved way, like this is the natural, like the natural conclusion to how they would speak about what they need and, and the ring and so on and so forth. So I enjoyed it, I guess. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Jazz? So when they announced that it has to be a circular shape, initially I thought they were going to make a crown that mm. was eventually going to be melted down. But no, they just kind of dove right into it. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like all right, you know what? Fine, we'll, we'll skip that step. And then, yeah, it makes sense because, you know, rings of power, the, what is it, 19 rings of uh, power that they have and the one yeah. that ruled them all. I'm like, mm -hmm. all right, cool. All right, that makes sense then. But I was really hoping it wasn't going to end with just rings right now. I thought it was going to be a bit more. And yeah, then all the rings would be forged at once, all 19 of them. You know, the three for the elves, yeah. seven for the dwarves, mm. and the nine for the mortal men. men. No, no, mm -hmm. it's going to be a slow burn, man. We're going to see it after a while, so it's going to be exciting. And, like, I always thought, like, uh, we saw The Hobbit, and then we saw, like, Fellowship of the Ring and the Two Towers. There's always been one ring. Where are yeah. the lords of the right. ring? <laughs> now we're yeah. finally get to see them. <laughs> yeah, that is definitely a big question I've always had because it's been like, okay, we know what happens to the nine men. They become the ring rates. But for the, what, what was it, four dwarves and three elves? I know we all know Galadriel was, uh, was one of the holders of mm -hmm. the rings, but... Where was everybody else in the story? And I remember watching The Hobbit and Gandalf saying something about, like, before he even knew that Bilbo had the One Ring, he said something about magic rings um, being dangerous. Yeah. And that, that was such a big question in my mind. Like, okay, so we know that magic rings exist in this world that aren't necessarily the One Ring. Where are they and what do they do? That what did they do? That's my question, right? Because we know what the one ring does yeah. and all what the powers it has. I wonder if like all these other rings will have like the same power, a different power, a diluted version of that power. So it's all up for grabs. I'm very curious what's gonna happen with that. Yeah. What do you think, well, guys? <laughs> um the rings do have a name. Okay. And the three that we saw were Narya, Nenya, and Vilya. Mm. Uh Narya is the ring of fire, which is the one with the redstone. And then there's the uh, ring of water with the white ring. That, that's the ring of adamant. And the last one is the dominant ring, which is the one with the blue stone, the sapphire. This is like some uh, Captain Planet shit, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So yeah, which, one is, uh, uh, which one does Galadriel have? Galadriel has the white ring, the ring of water. Oh, okay. Oh, Which that makes, makes zero sense. sense because the sapphire should be, but whatever. Um, but we find her in the water, right? Yeah, we do. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's why. I don't know. She's um, very attuned with water, and so a uh, waterbender. Water <laughs> uh, you know what? I won't give too much away. I'll just give you the names then, because I just realized they may actually be setting up a lot of these things later on. Oh, really? All right. That. Yeah. All right. So no would fun. it be like a spoiler question for me to ask what the ring does? Yes. I'm just going to assume they're Captain Planet rings. So for now. <laughs> Captain yeah. Planet. Yes, I'm going to assume they actually control the elements that you're talking about. Otherwise, I'll kind of be disappointed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How many um, elements are there, though? <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> Who's going to be a metal bender? <laughs> that's what I want to know. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So I like the way they convinced. Um, they convinced the High King. Uh, they pretty much threw back his own quote back at him to make him realize. He was like, there's no hope. And he was like, hope, no matter how meager, is still important. I forget what the quote yeah. was exactly, but mm -hmm. just such a great quote. Uh, yeah. I, I love that. And like, it made sense like why he would change his mind uh, right. about that and let them work on it, which was really cool. And then they start making the rings. Um, and, you know, that's all there is for that. Like we don't see anything else until the end, which is great. Uh, so let's move on to the king, the other king, the uh, the king of the Numenor. King. Yeah, <laughs> homie was asleep, and like he gets up, 
super spry out of nowhere he just like stepped <laughs> across the room like a freaking monkey uh and then he like opens his secret passageway and then he tells uh arian i think her name is like hey you you have to go if, if we don't go back to our old ways the world is going to be destroyed what did you guys think of that oh my god um mm. Go first, and then we'll get to the comments, and I make things. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Um, geez. I, that's my, my thing is, I'm, I like that scene. I really enjoyed it. But I, what I think is going to happen is that I feel like it's going to get misinterpreted just the same way that um, <laughs> uh, the Queen's Dream was misinterpreted. And I think that's where they're going with it. And so with that being said, um, I loved that scene. I really loved it because it's it's sort of like his last hurrah. Dude is old. Mm. He's he's giving out, you know what I'm saying? And he's begging his people to sort of go back to the old ways and be friends with the um with the elves again. Um and so it's just like you see this this old man's final plea. And you know, as like cuz this is a prequel, you know where this is going. And so you're just like, "Damn. They didn't listen to him." We have two scenes with old men coming in the clutch at the very end. House yeah. of the Dragon. And now oh, yeah. this. So oh. shout out to the old men, man, coming yeah. through. <laughs> End of the world. Yes, sir. Jazz, what did you want to go through? So some of the people in the comments are asking for spoilers. How about I just give you one then? I will okay. give you one spoiler. And that's simply because this ring we did see in lord of the rings already so it's not too big of a spoiler okay but uh the ring of fire the red ring this is the ring gandalf wears really and, yes and gandalf got dripped does, like that i didn't know gandalf sir. got dripped like, drip that. like that <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> yeah. and this is the ring uh what it does is that it inspires people to resist tyranny domination and despair really ah. but more importantly it makes you not completely immune to time, but you feel the effects a lot less. Oh. So, so that's how he's so old. Oh, I oh. thought it was just because being a Meyer, he was immortal. I didn't know. I mean, that that's, was... there's that, but they also have a finite life, and then oh, the okay. ring extends his life even more. Interesting. Mm. Okay. Right, I don't know if life is the right word. It could be vitality, where mm. he's, although he's old, he's still, like, he's still fighting. Right. Right, yeah vitality that makes it seem like it's uh whatchamacallit um <laughs> yeah i can't that? remember the exact translation of it but yeah. this is gandalf's ring the red one ah. so gandalf ages throughout the uh throughout his entire time on middle earth mm -hmm. why did i think he just showed up as an old man i know that's, that's <laughs> really what i thought well he showed listen. up as a older man just right like a, you know gandalf the gray yeah, right. so let's get into that. That's the next thing we want to talk about. So these hijabis find him. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all like, listen, we're your Sauron. That's who you are. You have this veil on you, which is why you don't remember. Mm -hmm. And then Sauron's like, what? This is what's going on here? And then, <laughs> and then, the, and then the little homies, uh, Nuri and, and Sadak and and Poppy, they all come to his rescue. Like that's what I love about Lord of the Rings. It doesn't matter how much power you have or how little power you have. They find ways to introduce everybody, and they all yeah. get to like contribute to something, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And uh, it was really cool. And they apparently one of the hijabis has uh, shape-shifting powers which i was like oh <laughs> it, shout out to l the little girl nori because when they were nori like she was still acting like she was slithering and stuff and i was like that looks a little weird like they did a good job of portraying yeah. somebody else as him which i thought was really really cool mm -hmm. uh and then they they are like trying to get gandalf to remember and i think uh it works because afterwards, he kind of just like start talking like a normal person. Yeah. Kind of just figures it out. <laughs> Everything clicks. <laughs> I think one of the funniest things about, about this series is that along with the viewers, all the characters have no idea who Sauron is either. Like you have yeah. like five different people thinking that the guy they're speaking to and worshiping is Sauron. The yeah. same the old dude from the Southlanders and then with the hijabis. Um, <laughs> with the orcs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's really funny. When I went to Comic Con, uh, they were like, Do any of you have any last thoughts? And the guy who's a wizard, he goes, I am Sauron. <laughs> and then, like, <laughs> and then every, everyone just gasped and were shocked. And then, uh, 
what's the name? Then all the other people were like, I am Sauron, I am Sauron. So they pulled like an I am, they pulled an I am Spartacus thing. But like for the first like 10 seconds, everybody was shook. It was so wild. That's hilarious. Oh, they man. gave it away, man. Yeah, they yeah. I liked how they said they called him Istar. And I was like, that mm. sounds very like, I feel like I've heard that word before. That's it, what he they, is, right? they, they definitely grabbed that from somewhere. I, and he's like, in your language, it means wizard. I feel like in maybe like Arabic, Hebrew, or Sanskrit, there's got to be a version of Istar. On yeah. Because that sounds like a very familiar name to me. So I, 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 I thought that was really, really cool. Um, but yeah, he's a wizard. Turns out he's a wizard. How do you feel about that? Cool. Oh, my God. Um, Gandalf wait. is easily my favorite. Like, well, wait, one of my do, wait, do we know he's Gandalf? We're, we're speculating he's Gandalf. We just okay. know he's a wizard. Don't be that guy. Okay. You know he's Gandalf. You know. <laughs> like, don't you be that know guy. at this point. Like, but, like, what do you, that last line was all you needed to hear because it's yeah. not even in the books. It's a specific yeah. movie callback. Yes, it is. It is. You're right. You're right. So the the line, what I think you're referring to is when he goes like, you know, when you're alone, it's a journey, but adventures are meant to be shared. And, you know, that's a very popular line from The Hobbit about Mm -hmm. adventures and uh, Bilbo's like, oh, so you're the Gandalf, the one who goes on. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, he goes like, you've been taking these people on adventures and stuff like that. I've heard about you. And then when Bilbo leaves, he goes, I'm going on an adventure. Like, mm. it's, it's it's classic. And when he said that, it's like, yeah, that's Gandalf. It's got to be. It's got to be. What did it well, for me was the one with the nose. Trust your nose. That. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like. Oh, and it's yeah. not only that line. It's that he said, my dear Nori, um, mm-hmm. my dear Harfoot or something like that. Yeah. Like, that is exactly line for line what, what Gandalf said to Frodo in the minds of Moria. And so it was just like immediate callback. That's Gandalf, which I'm not too you know knowledgeable on the lore. So I don't have any frame of reference for whether or not that's like wrong or right. But I just I was just so happy to see it because like I'm very happy that I'm very hopeful to see more of Gandalf in the next season. Yeah, yeah, me too. And we're going to see him in like like not with the veil and not like confused. We're going to see him in his like full glory. Yeah. As a, as a youngin, so uh, <laughs> uh, uh, as youngin as he could be, <laughs> like what, like three thousand years younger? <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> I, I, I want to know what his love life is, man. Is, is he seeing anybody? Have you ever been with anyone? Like, I, I want to know. <laughs> There's a I, lot of questions that need to be answered now. <laughs> wait, because I've always wanted to know if him and Galadriel had a thing because. It looked like that in the movies, but I didn't want to be that guy to be like, oh, yeah, they look like they had a thing before. But the way I, I wish somebody would look at me the way that he looks at me. <laughs> <laughs> look Listen, I'll even settle for the way the, uh, Gladro's brother looks at her. <laughs> Honestly, that was yeah. weird. That was super weird. Yeah, there were some moments with those scenes, especially, yeah, in the, in the scene, it, it felt a little too intimate. Maybe we've been watching too much Game of Thrones because I was just like, hmm, what's going on here? What's going on here? It was a little strange to watch, but I, I thought it was sweet. I thought that her re- sort of revisiting her brother and um, like finally making, not necessarily making amends, but sort of just accepting that and being like, like my brother is not, the, like you're not my brother and sort of like having to face that and, and you know, come up come up from that was really was really nice to watch because i really like the actor who plays her brother i think he's a very handsome yeah mm-hmm. he's really really good um another actor that i really like i love the girl who plays poppy uh she <laughs> is awesome also she's from uh the middle east so she is oh. a person of color yeah so wow. it is quite a few so disa is also from the Middle East. Uh, Poppy is from the Middle East. Uh, Nori, I think, is biracial. Um, mm. And then um, Theo and his mom, Broadwin, are also from the Middle East. So wow. there's a lot of people of color in Middle Earth, hey. which is wow. super cool. Where is uh, the, the actress Disa from? Iran. Iran? Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's awesome. That's really great. Yeah, yeah true. She's, she's actually African and Iranian. Wow. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I forget. I think maybe Morocco or something. I'm not sure. But I, she, she is African and Iranian, but grew up in Iran, I believe. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Which is really, really cool. Yeah, she's easily probably like one of my favorite characters. And she was just honestly her, Durin, and Elrond. I've said this a million times. You've seen it on my TikTok. One of the best parts about this show, hands down. 
Yeah, yeah. And her vocals, bro. The vocals oh, are insane. Yeah, yeah. Her vocal range was out of this world. <laughs> I thought that was cool. But like, I was honestly the part that really got me was uh when Poppy had to leave Nori. Like that was that I was like, Joe, take her with you. Take her Why, with you. Why why didn't she go with? That's was my question. Cause this was a group thing. They had done this, the stranger, Poppy and Nori, they'd all done this together. I found it kind of disheartening that Poppy stayed behind. Yeah, and I, I think they kind of hinted at it because she when, when she takes the map and turns it up, right side up, it kind of said that now that Sadek isn't there, uh, right. she's got to be the one to navigate people. Uh, yeah. So they kind of need her. Uh, right. And I think, like, story-wise, they might have thought it was too close to Samwise and Frodo, so they wanted mm. to deviate from mm. that because they definitely gave a lot of Sam and Frodo vibes. Yeah, yeah, they I definitely did. I can see that. That's a good reason to not do it then. Okay. I, I mean, I, it's a good reason, I guess, but I would mm -hmm. still love to see it because, you know, I love Harfoots, Hobbits, you know, the more the better, honestly, in my opinion. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I feel like they're going to be back. There's got to be a they're way to sure integrate be back. them back Don't in. Worry. Yeah, they'll definitely but, be back. But speaking of homie, homie bit the dust, man. That was sad. Rip. Yeah, that... I, I, liked, I liked how... I liked how they did it. I liked that... Um, sort of just comes to accept it and when he says you know the old missus will be waiting for me my heart like oh i kind of broke yeah. but also like i smiled at the same time because i was like it was just such a sweet send-off for him yeah and i thought he was dead when he first got uh stabbed but like you see him pop out like, yeah <laughs> homie was still kicking it he was he had still, full like... energy it's like he, not even like he was limping like he just he he was like fully energized so i was surprised when he died yeah, yeah, he was spry for for his old age, but oh man, they've die. been alive for a thousand years doing what they do. So yeah, yeah. surely they they knew what they're doing. Like, yeah, they know what they're I love that it kind of establishes why Gandalf has such an affection for the hobbits and the mm -hmm. Harpers, and mm. it's like they saved his life basically. They did. Yeah, right? they did. Yeah. I thought that was really nice. The first people he were ever introduced to were the Harfoots and you know the Har the the cousins of the hobbits. That I thought, you know, because like. For of of any race for Gandalf to be introduced to upon entering Middle Earth, I th the Harfoots are perfect. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think yeah. I feel like they're it's it's them that sort of give him that friendliness and that politeness and that yeah. sort of like compassionate human side. And I feel like well, not even I feel like it's clear that that was like a big reason as to why he didn't turn out like um, Saruman. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I have a theory. This is how I think the show is going to end. I think they're going to follow the Harfoots as they turn into the Hobbits, and they're going to show Smeagol before the show ends. I think we're going to get to see Smeagol. Oh, for sure. I can see right? that. You guys like, think so? I think we're going to get to see Smeagol. There's got to be a way because, like, that's such, like, that would be a great character because we never, we never seen Smeagol as a Hobbit. Like, I don't mean Smeagol Smeagol. I mean Smeagol before he turns into Gollum. Seem like a like like for like a minute you see you uh, did see him like he was fighting Andy Circus yeah and then yeah, he choked yeah. his brother to death and but yeah you didn't see him like go to the, through his day to day hobbitness you didn't see him like as a regular I, guy I, I feel like that's going to be a little Easter egg I feel like they're they're going to find a way to put that in there I hope or I, they I would may love... just do like a post series finale with that or something <laughs> I mean yeah. I can see it happening at some point here yeah that would be cool or how like, long the... do Harfoots live is my question. Mm. And they're like hobbits that live like what, like 90 years, 70, 80 years? Well, here's the thing like Bilbo lived for like hundreds of years and people didn't even question it. Yeah. Right? They were like, it's a little, it was a little strange how young he looked, but other than that, it was like a regular thing that he lived so long. Yeah. yeah. So allegedly 100 years. 100 years. Oh, so just like us, so nothing crazy. Yeah, nothing out of this world. So they're like the, the shortest living people next to, next to humans, next to men. Maybe we'll see Smeagol as a baby then. <laughs> I would like, to, I would very much like to see Smeagol as a baby. Do you think they might? Uh, do you think they might bring back Andy Circus in any role? I, I don't yeah. know. Do you think? Yeah. You think so? I don't know. How else do you fill up the budget with how much <laughs> spent on it? That yeah. is true. That is true. Yeah. They're, they're dropping mad money, so we'll see. Yeah. Um, I, before we go, I definitely want to talk about the Queen, the Queen, and uh, the boat captain. <laughs> it wasn't Isildur. Oh, we, got, we got some time, my guy. We can yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the They were vibing. They were vibing quite a bit uh, in that little boat stable area. What do you guys think yeah. of that? Mm. I mean, I'm... I sh listen. I, I ship it. 
Pun intended. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to like be that guy, but I don't know. She is in a position of power, and you know, he she he works for her. You know what I mean? I don't. I don't know how I feel about it exactly because I'm hoping they go for like I personally am hoping they go for more of like a deeply entrenched deeply felt friendship in which like because i feel like at least for me that's what i was that's what i'm getting from the subtext is that like he probably becomes like her like most trusted advisor um and Mm. somebody that she could trust with anything and he like like you know and they have like a lot a lot a lot of respect for each other and i hope they continue down that path i wouldn't mind if they become like a thing (laughs) um but i am hoping for like like the sort of best friend route with that I saw with Galadriel and and uh, Halbrand. Okay, so I'm gonna give it away, so I'm not gonna say it. Um, she doesn't get married, but she gets taken. So I'll leave you with that. <sighs> taken like Liam, Liam, like Liam Neeson. Or what? Like I'm so confused. Just taken. I'm just gonna leave you with that. <laughs> so, but anyways, they don't. And uh, what I'm getting at is. Muriel and uh, mm-hmm. Ellen Deal do not end up happily ever after. That's too bad. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to that. That hurts. That, that's, that sucks. That really uh, sucks to hear. Oh, what no. happened to Isildur is what I want to know. He's I... dead, bruh. Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> I said that. <laughs> it's like, nah. Can you imagine if they made that crazy of a change to the lore? He's gonna have kids and all that later on. Right. Like, there's no way he's dead. <laughs> right. I, I like how I said that. You're like, really? No. I don't know. Maybe maybe somebody took his name, like Hallrat. <laughs> never know. Never know. Um, okay. So l- let's talk about the big part. Gladriel and Sauron. Basically, the reveal. She figures it out. She starts quizzing him. She starts 21 questioning him, which is like. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he never lied to her. He, he didn't said, I did evil in the, the past. Thing, yeah. I am responsible for Sauron, which quite frankly, he is Sauron. So yes, yes it makes sense. Like, yeah. He never I, lied. And like, I like the fact that like, he's like, listen, you said it was okay. What, what happened? Right. <laughs> I love how he sort of twisted her own words against her. He was like, I mean, you did say you didn't care about my past. Yeah. So why are you mad? Gaslight, manipulate. It's <laughs> <laughs> around all the things. Oh, yeah, he definitely did. Um, and that marriage proposal was just like the tip of the, 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 that was just like his greatest move ever because... I mean, he had worked so hard to gain her trust up until that point, um, and so at this point, he's feeling like, yeah, she'll she might she might fold, she might fold if I ask nicely. Um, Listen, I, I was... genuinely loves her, by the way. Does yeah. he? Oh yeah. Look, here's the thing: like Sauron doesn't need anyone mm. to help him rule, right? Right. If he's asking her to be his queen, he truly likes her. I think so too. <laughs> I think so too. Like this is this is not like canon or anything. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to spoil anything here. Right. It's just a theory. It's like. Right. He doesn't need anybody, right? So like, I truly think if he's mm-hmm. asking her to be by his side, he genuinely has feelings. So you thought, like, you genuinely believe, like, it was sincere, and, like, if she'd yeah. said yes, like, they would have Yeah, I, I actually think it, think, it, I think it was sincere, too. Daddy wow. Sauron was, like, putting it all out there. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we spent this whole time, like, it's, like, learning that Sauron is the king of lies and has lied to everybody about everything for every reason. I just... It but felt... every lie, every lie has a morsel of truth in it. I, you gotta say that's what makes it a great lie. That is true. So yeah. this lie is like he wants her to be he wants her to be queen, mm-hmm. but in like probably like in like a slave type of like a in like a bend to his will type of way is what I'm feeling like like, yeah. you know, like not really equal partners type queenship, but like you're one of my highest pawns type queenship. Jazz is looking like oh I don't know about this. <laughs> I, I don't know because like here's the thing we don't know you know. Sauron, anything about him, like with his relationships, obviously, mm-hmm. he's always been singular, like Gandalf is asexual. We know that for a fact. Mm-hmm. Um, but Sauron, I mean, he's not a wizard, he's you know <laughs> what he is. Yeah, uh, he can have feelings, and so, like, what he was suggesting, like, you know, you be at my side, you bring out the good in me, and I will give you power. 
Mm. I think like that, that's a good deal. I'm not yeah, and if you saw like Queen Muriel, for example, like she wasn't like, you know, enslaved or taken. Like, right. A lot of queens aren't, and so I can kind of see him ruling with her. Really, as a partner, yeah. <sighs> I could see it too, but not in the way that she wants. It would be on his terms. And That's be, what I'm like, I mean, yeah, yeah, he's still going to do like evil things, and then she'd have to kind of abide by it. But right. then she would just be like, all right, cool. It would be I'm like, go have fun doing it, something else. It'd be like an abusive, horrible boyfriend with a girlfriend. Right. And she's like, no, don't do that. <laughs> and that's right. it. And he does oh, it no, anyway. I, think, I, I wouldn't even go that far. I think it's going to be like, hey, I'm, hey, honey, I'm going to do this thing. And she's going to be like, all right, cool. Dinner's at seven. <laughs> no, like that's man. what I think is gonna happen. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Mm. But 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 she does like you know, she does consider it <laughs> for a little bit. She does. For a guy in the comments is like, hey, who doesn't want Gladriel? She's so fun to be around, <laughs> and she's also apparently fireproof, so works out well in Mount Doom. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. perfect. Oh, sure. Guy, you got it. <laughs> I kind of love how he just like reveals himself and then like immediately runs to Mordor. Like he's like kind of that scared of Galadriel that he's like he knows that once Galadriel found him out and declined him that there's no really point in staying in Linden because it's it's cooked. That's, <laughs> just that's exactly hide. why I think he truly likes her. He's but, only there for her. But I think <laughs> she likes him too because she didn't rat him out. She was just like, oh, he left. That's all it. Oh, and and if he no, ever, no, she ratted him out. No, she was like, if he ever comes back, don't talk to him. Yeah, she just said don't trust him, but she didn't yeah, say but that let's is. let's be real. Elrond isn't stupid. I mean, but and, that's uh, the thing. Why wouldn't she say, like, that's Morgoth's second in command? You know what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> and then they're like, we have to forge three rings. Like, yeah. we, we need to protect ourselves. Like, Elrond would have figured it out immediately. Yeah, he would have. I mean, the thing is, Elrond likely knows. Yeah, I mean, sure, he would have figured it out, but she still lied. She still wasn't transparent about who that was, yeah. and that was because she she had some feelings for him. I believe that too, actually. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think about the three rings? So he was like, one can be corrupted, two will divide, and three is a perfect balance. What do you guys think of that? I thought it was a great line. That's why there's three of us in the podcast this week. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was a dope line because it's like, yeah, isn't like isn't in geometry like the the strongest structure is a triangle? Yes, yes, that mm -hmm. is true. That is true. Yeah. So immediately I was like, he's not lying. <laughs> he's not lying. Mm -hmm. You know. So I thought that was a little cool, like because that's like a a cool little like origin story for why the the three elves have three rings instead of just two or one or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. And uh, the, the dwarves have seven for the seven dwarven kings, and mm -hmm. humans have nine because well, we'll get into that later. Ah, uh, will we? Are there, is it because of nine kings of men? Because I'm like, I can't imagine yeah. nine. Really? Nine men? Because I only know a few. I don't. I did not know there were a whole nine kingdoms. There were a whole nine. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Very fascinating. Only yeah, I don't want to like, give too much of that away because I know we're going to be talking about a lot more later on. Yes, sir. Mm, yeah, and if anybody in the comments wants to know more about this, please Google it. I'm not going to spoil <laughs> everything. <laughs> or just follow Jazz and, and ask him in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> or just read the damn books. <laughs> Those rings look like they were bought off the Elvin QVC channel. <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> <laughs> that that may be the bad boys. <laughs> that may be the best comment we have ever received. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> but wait, there's more. Order within the next five minutes. And get... <laughs> we'll throw in two more for free. <laughs> With four easy installments of twenty nine ninety nine. <laughs> No, uh, not 2400 <laughs> They looked a little. Uh, I I kind of know what they that commenter means, but because they looked a little. Eh. They, they did look like uh, fake jewelry, like not <laughs> they did. anybody would actually wear. Yeah, they, they needed to go simple, man. Like the One Ring is super simple, very it classy, is. very simple. Can't go wrong. This was yeah. a little like mm, I don't sure. know, man. And a Persian club owner would rock. <laughs> <laughs> it's a statement piece. You're right. It's not like yeah. classy it's a statement piece. Yeah, they so, were yeah. trying hard on this one. They they definitely wanted to look like yo, the elves made this for real. Like this is <laughs> this, this is elven jewelry. The comments that shipping to Mount <laughs> Doom <laughs> extra twenty five dollars. I'm dying. We gotta get this guy oh, on. Sure, <laughs> guy, please, please message Neebs. We gotta get you on here one day. Yeah, that, was, <laughs> that was good. That was, 
That was perfect. That was very perfect. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, these rings. <laughs> I can't. I, I can't wait for the um, the other people's rings. That's gonna be exciting. Mm-hmm. Are we gonna talk about um, what happened in the very last scene of Moria, like, or if not Moria, Casa Doom, which is the same thing, I think. But do you guys remember that? I don't know if it was this finale, but it was definitely like it was either this episode or the one previous. But like, are, are you guys gonna talk about that final scene, or are you just gonna leave me? We're gonna ignore the Balrog for now. <laughs> oh, that scene, that scene, the Balrog. Yeah. yeah. I think that's I think that's for next season, man. I think that's going to be a big storyline, and um, I'm excited for that. That's gonna be dope. Yeah. The, the way I just love the way this show just builds up for us, and like it didn't disappoint. Yeah, no, it definitely didn't. There were some things that I mean, with anything, like you're not gonna love every aspect. There were some things I was a little iffy on, but overall, very inter- very entertaining yeah. story. Very very good watch. Agreed. I would like this was a fantastic preview. Yeah, what it's gonna be for the next four seasons. Yeah, I think that's the best thing, best way to call it. It 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 was a preview. It it felt like a preview in a lot of ways, in a good way. It sets up the stakes, the the characters. We know who's who and who's where and who's yep. doing what. So now the next four seasons are just like the plot. <laughs> you know what's a very underrated uh, thing that I really like about the show? It's super halal. It's super halal. <laughs> yes. There's, there's no incest. There's no like gratuitous <laughs> violent, like crazy violent. Like, there's yeah. violence, but there's not like Game of Thrones violence where you're cutting right. off like genitals right. and stuff, right? It's not right. like like bad like sex scenes or anything like that. It's yeah. very halal for the most part. Like I gotta yeah, it say, is a, it is a good family like good family watch. Um, that's yeah. what I've always loved about Lord of the Rings is because they can like they can talk about and address really complex. Um, important and nuanced topics without uh, delving into like weird exploitation and 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 like weird uh, 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 weird stuff. <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah, just... no, I I totally agree. I feel like sometimes, sometimes, not always, but like half the dragon, they go with the cheap route and they go they for the, the you know like the easy low hanging the yeah. easy yeah. the easy low hanging fruit like yeah. Damon and some of these other people like the stuff they do, uh, right. it's great. I like it. It's you know, but like it's a good show, but it's... not as much substance as Lord of the Rings in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Agreed. in a lot of ways there is not there is not as much substance because they spend a lot because like if you tally up the runtime like they spend a lot of time just showing scenes unnecessarily unnecessary violence unnecessary blood and unnecessarily sex in a way that like doesn't really advance the story and that was like one of my it just biggest... makes you uncomfortable yeah yeah it does <laughs> it does. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. most of the time I end up having to forward those through anyways. But this this show, Rings of Power, was like halal as heck. Like it's yeah. just <laughs> even like there was like there weren't even that many scenes in which a man and a woman were alone. Like there were a few. Because um, <laughs> like, was... you know what happened? There's always a third. There's always a third. <laughs> He's always there, yeah. In this case, it was Sauron the entire time. Sauron is the third person. Sauron is the third. He's everywhere. The eye of Sauron is with every couple. He's everything. I'm dead. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. (laughs) It was a good, good show, and I'm very glad we got eight good episodes. They were slow. Yeah. Some people did not like the first couple, but first two were it, it was slow. I'm not gonna hold you. There's there's a lot of like Tolkien purists, and like I feel oh, bad. Yeah. Like they're just like complaining about the small thing. Like y'all can't enjoy this, then I feel bad for you, man. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I mean, I'm enjoying watch it. Every single episode, minute for minute, and still rave about how much they hate it. I, I can't imagine living my life like that. <laughs> right? <laughs> they're hate watching it now. <laughs> I can imagine hate watching a TV show. Yeah, no, this, the first few episodes were definitely on the slower side. Um, but what's like what got me to stick through easily was the visuals and the music. My oh, God. music is so good. Music yeah, was so we great. called it in like um, episode three, I believe, was like, okay, it's picking up. And then yeah. episode four was really good. And then yeah. five, it kept delivering. And I was like, this is great. For me, episodes. For me, it's the dialogue that does it, man. Because sometimes when they talk to each other, like there's so much like friendship and hope and stuff like that, and yes. I really, really enjoy that part. Yes, very wholesome. that's the perfect. I actually made a TikTok about it about how the dialogue like sometimes hits, and for me, sometimes it didn't. And somebody commented like 
they try like they were clearly trying to go for Tolkien's sort of like poetic style. Um, and when it works, it really works because there were some banger quotes throughout this season. What Elrond said to Durin and Disa about the uh, the the tree. Yes, um, Neves, you posted it on your TikTok. I posted that. Yeah, yeah. That it was, was such a good one. One of the most beautiful things I'd ever heard. Yeah, yeah. There was another one. What was the quote from last week, Jazz? That I posted. It was it was also really really good. Bro, I, I can't remember every quote you. Uh, every episode <laughs> has like like five banger quotes. And like, I know I, I they have <laughs> they have yeah. banger quotes on the show. Like yeah, and like yeah. I, like I really feel like sometimes I see them and like I can apply them to my real life. Like it's just yeah. it's so wholesome. Oh, yes. Yeah, I think that's I think that was best encapsulated with Durin and Elrond's friendship because like I've been saying forever, that was the most, at least to me, Tolkien part of this entire story. Because mm -hmm. what stuck out to me about the original trilogy and what will make me cry every time every single time I watch it is Aragorn's friendship with Gimli and Legolas and Frodo's yes. friendship with Sam. Yeah, um, friendship in general, and I think that was such a big thing that that they got absolutely perfect in this TV show, was this sort of like the 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 vibe of Tolkien's love of friendship and compassion, and how that overcomes literally everything else, and that was encapsulated by Elrond and Durin. Even though it's not like I I it's not it's not um, part of the lore, is it? Uh, their friendship? No. Yes, it is. It is oh, it. This awesome. whole thing is all about friendship. Yeah. That's wonderful. Lord of the Rings, my yeah. little ponies. Friendship. <laughs> friendship. <laughs> Literally. Like you could you could you could put the subtitle uh, friendship is magic for Lord of the Rings and it would yeah, work. It yeah. <laughs> that's, that's why it's the fellowship, right? Is that's a big the part fellowship. of the thing. Yeah. I love that. Well, well, listen, I think we're at the end of our episode. We're topping the hour. Uh, I do want to let people know where they can find you. Let them know where they can find you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, follow me on TikTok, mainly. Um, I'm a relatively small, no, I'm a very small um, and pretty new creator. Um, you more than me, probably, so you're fine. <laughs> I'm sitting at like, let me see here. Listen, it's, it's not about how many followers you have. It's about how many people engage with your stuff. And I see a lot of people engage with your stuff, man, because you put quality stuff out there. Thank you. Quality mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah, luckily for me, I actually do get a good amount of comments and like engagement just in general on my posts, even when they're not like hitting the most uh, amount of, of, of views. Um, and it's because I say I say really hot, I make really hot takes <laughs> that everybody like has to have an opinion on. Um, but you can find me on TikTok at Jeez uh, Louise. Destructo Jugo. Um, yeah, somebody already posted for you, actually. Did Look they at actually? that. Look at your. Yeah. That's my um, lovely wife. Thank you. Oh, shout out. Shout out to the missus. Thank you. Yep. Um, and also, uh... <laughs> Yo, Judge, please don't like comment making okay. on this video. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, uh, guys. Some friends of mine. Made, made no, it. no, we love it, guys. Don't forget to sh uh, like, share, comment, and subscribe to our podcast. We do this mm -hmm. every week. We do an episode on Sunday, uh, Tuesday, and Thursday. We do Marvel, Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, House of Dragon, Rings of Power tons of stuff uh join us every week uh tons of fun and uh if you want to be on the show let us know reach out to us we, we we are looking for guests all the time and it's fun making friends this way where this is uh, how uh introverts make friends we invite them on our show and they have to be and they have and they have to be nice to us <laughs> i'm dead <laughs> honestly guys please let me let me come back because no, we'll for sure bring you back. My this guy. has no been worries. a blast. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Trust me. We'll, we'll definitely bring uh, tons of people back. We'll, we'll, ha we'll have you back. Um, and if uh, we'll put you on our short list for House of the Dragon. Right now, we got four people on House of the Dragon. Yeah, uh, but uh, if any one of them uh, can't make it for any first thing visit, we'll, we'll pop you in. It'll be fun. That sounds wonderful to me. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining us. Love all the new people who joined us this week. It was a lot of fun. Please subscribe to our channel. Come through every time we're online. We love engaging with you guys. And until next time, guys, salam, nerds. Salam alaikum, brothers. Salam.